0: That's how you do it. Hi, I'm Jack.
1: And I'm Joe. And,
0: and this, this is, is the, the Try, try catch, catch Throw, throw show.
1: show. Nailed it. Brilliant. I told you it'd be We're, great. We will do that every time? Every time. Alright. They're going to expect it. <clears throat> our listeners. We have listeners now. Okay. We're in it. Well, not right now, right now.
0: But. Alright, so. Let's, let's get into it and call it, a, call it our first episode. All right. So um, Joe and I are software developers. We build applications in uh, a few different technologies, and what we're looking at doing is (laughs) blogging about those things um, to try to uh, get a um, supplemental kind of business going in addition right. to our regular day jobs. That's right. I think that's something that uh a lot of uh developers or just a lot of people in general are interested in doing. So we're sort of we've been talking about it for a while, doing right. different ideas, and now we're uh we're just jumping in because we really haven't uh consistently started anything. So this this is it. This is our this is our consistent start to
1: our online presence. Right. And I think uh First of all, maybe back up a little bit, talk about what kind of development work we do, because I think our specific skill sets are, people might be interested in that, especially considering, uh, you know, there's so many, in the world of development, it's like a million different languages, front-end, back-end, databases, everything. Tons of different tools that sort of... Yeah. Especially nowadays, like there's just so many different tools and languages out there so uh you I want think, to start off yeah I'll
0: start because I, th- I think when I start when I'm thinking about it it's like it feels so random and uh unusual but then at the same time I bet a lot of people are going to fall into this same pattern that we fall into right is what we think also so it'll especially be, it'll be those people
1: who started careers like when you did and even when I did that was back in a time. Well, well, I shouldn't say back in a time. It's making you sound really old. Yeah. <laughs> You're not that old. Yeah, yeah, I am. But I mean really when you think about pre like internet days as far as not pre internet days, but like pre Can we just say pre Stack Overflow days there you or go. pre like tons of online learning things and, you know, yeah, before really, I mean, I was
0: in it well before the internet, is what it is today, and so all my resource for things were actually buying real books, right. real paper, and yeah, I didn't have real I didn't paper. have many. Yeah, it was like I have I have a whole bookcase of uh, old technology kind of books. This is how long I've
1: been in it. right, and so time back into I guess what I was getting at is people who started off in the industry back then where. You're learning through either a computer science degree or some type of, you know, regular sort of four-year degree. And then teaching yourself through, you know, books that you get from the library or you buy. Uh, I think people who have started at that point and are still going in the industry, it's not as if they chose a path because things change so much along the way that inevitably you just kind of find yourself... From job to job or, you know, career path to just stumbling into learning different things, right? That's right. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people end up that way. Which is how you got to... Which is how we are where we're at today. Right. So, uh, I'm uh, the past couple of years I've been working in Microsoft Access as my main development platform.
1: Right.
0: There's a lot of reasons for that. Um, and I... As as unsexy as that sounds, I think there's uh, probably a lot of people that fall into this camp, uh, and you know they're finding themselves opening up access and looking to access as a way of building either a quick tool or you know a, a good size application for their group or organization in their company. Right. So I've got access as my main development platform as my main application. Um, or a software tool and uh and we've fairly recently incorporated SQL Server SQL um yeah, SQL Server as our back end database.
1: Which sounds kinda strange. Like I bet if you asked someone who was maybe somewhat familiar with development, and you said we hook up Microsoft access to a SQL Server, that does I don't know, to me as a front end developer, that sounds kinda weird. It sounds like you're Hacking together two non-related things, but they're actually it's a, built. It's, it's to a real integrate? common pattern. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: it's a especially
1: because what usually happens, right, is you start
0: off with Access because you just want a local tool that you can get up and running in a day or <laughs> <Right, laughs> you know something yeah. real quick, and then uh, and you build some functionality into it, and then then you start adding a couple users to using it, and so what you end up doing is you you take you take your Access database, you split them. Into a back end file and a front end file, still both Microsoft Access, and sure. then you're putting that back end file on a network drive so that multiple users can now interact with this tool that you're building. Right. And then at some point, so much functionality and so many users get on there that now that back end file on a on a network file server is not cutting it. Right. And So you end up moving <clears> that back end source to a, something like a SQL Server database. Makes but sense. I think, I think that progression is actually it's pretty common. There's a ton of articles and a ton of discussion around that progression.
1: So the main languages that you write in are essentially SQL and V B A for For the front end for stuff. For the front end stuff. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so we've done a lot of uh we've built
0: quite a bit of I'm sure we've built plenty of functionality that Access probably is not really designed to do. And so I think we we've learned a lot of uh cool tricks and a lot of uh different ways to do things that a lot of people are probably going to hopefully find useful.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Yep. And then actually, so now, and the big reason why Joe's here is that we're taking this functionality, this tool, and we're finding, um, you know, access in general as a front end has, of course, a ton of limitations. Right. And the attraction of it is, you know how fast we can do it, and, and the cost of it is, you know, very, very uh, easy to deal with. But now we're getting to a point where we want more functionality uh, on the front end. So we're building web-based tools, um, web-based applications, uh, to also sort of either for new functionality or to replace some of the functionality we built in Access. We're, we're looking at porting that over to a web-based solution.
1: Right. Yeah, so my main sort of... <clears throat> uh background came with uh initially coming out of school, basically just building websites for a small company. Uh you know, just I'd be handed a design, I have to chop it up into this is back in the day when just after HTML tables are really popular for layout and CSS just started to become more popular. Uh I remember doing floated layouts and stuff if that means anything to anyone. Uh, But basically, everything was fixed width. Everyone was thinking 960 grids, and everyone was using browsers that were on a computer still. So you had all these fixed width sites that we would chop up images and build out into a site, integrate into a content management system. So basically, all I would write is HTML, CSS, sprinkling a little like JavaScript or jQuery. Uh, But then as my career progressed a little bit, uh, especially here... I've really upped my level of knowledge as far as JavaScript frameworks go. So we're utilizing uh, AngularJS as our front-end sort of JavaScript framework to kind of do the front-end state management and also sort of the CRUD transactions for being able to interact with the database. And Jack's back-end for that, for the web-based stuff, is basically C C Sharp, right? C-sharp, yeah. We're using
0: ASP.NET web API framework.
1: And because we work in sort of an enterprise environment, uh, I think that's something other people can relate to. Because a lot of times when you read stuff online, especially about newer things like Node and, uh, I don't know, you name the myriad of technologies that are out there nowadays... You can't just like jump into those things in an enterprise environment when you have lots of like IT restrictions and uh, there's just a lot of limitations. And so you kind of have to work with what the environment is, you know, it it is what it is kind of thing. You work with the tools that you have available. Yeah. But ultimately that there's a plus to that too in that you can, uh, you know, share with other people who might be in the same circumstances that have the same pains, that run into the same problems, and then you can, you know, write about those things, uh, and, you know, definitely help people out that way. So that's kind of both of our goals outside of this job is to share those experiences. Share little tidbits, and, tips and tricks of what we learned. Uh
0: and it's not so much I mean, and this podcast and what we're talking about here, it's not so much the contents of that stuff. But actually it's to sort of journal our Experience in trying to get that kind of content available as a uh, as a side business
1: right exactly yep so a lot of blogging vi- blogging and videos on YouTube kind of tutorial like stuff is what we're looking into into making on the side, sort of building that up into building like, a
0: list of building an audience of people that exactly. relate to what it is we're talking about and what we're doing, and then seeing if we can convert those lists to uh, um selling you know other assets that they'll find valuable.
1: Exactly. And I think the tricky part and we talked to we've talked about this a lot. The tricky part in trying to like start your own side hustle. So from the perspective of developers is you come up with ideas, right? It's all about the ideas. You're we've like, "Oh, we should build so many ideas. Oh, we should build an app <laughs> for that, right? We should uh oh, we should have a site that does this or that and the other." And the whole world of once you have a skill set uh like we do and you start to realize the potential for things you can build you just your mind runs crazy with ideas about what you can build yeah it
0: becomes very overwhelming at times and yeah you almost just get paralyzed of not taking not doing anything which is sort of why we're forcing ourselves into this right here right now
1: right and so this is a format i think that's I've seen a lot of people do online basically sharing what they know with other people who find it valuable and then ultimately building some sort of value proposition around that like a course, an ebook, something like that, but it's so much more practical, deliverable uh the way you build your audience, you can be more consistent because you're not building some app in the ether. In the the basement for six months and then releasing it and hoping people will buy it. And then how do you market it? And then there's so many question marks around. Are you going to waste all that time? Whereas if you're continually providing value through videos, through blog posts, you kind of get that feedback, right? You get those views on YouTube. You get those people reading your posts. You get that kind of stuff. And then you realize even though you might not be selling something immediately, you are getting value in return as far as feedback and people saying, yeah, this is helpful, yeah, this is something I'm interested in, thanks for the help, that kind of thing. So we've actually kind of started a little bit already. Yep. Um, I made one video.
0: I made one video on Microsoft Access, a very specific topic, extremely specific topic. It's just a little tip of how to do something. And... um, I don't know how many months has it been though. I think it's been about ten. It's been that it's long? it's actually
1: been that long. Oh, I know it's crazy. So
0: after ten months, I have one thousand seven hundred views on it, and a lot of you know a handful of thumbs up and uh, positive comments. So right. even though it's been a long time, I sort of I, you made
1: it and it's out there and it's still getting some views. So it's it was sort of encouraging. And I remember, we hadn't because this was another one of our ideas at first, right? It was. Another one of our ideas was First ideas. hey, we should start a coding channel on YouTube, right? But it wasn't really we didn't have like a business mindset behind it. We didn't have kind yeah. of the mindset we have now. It was just kinda of like, let's let's make a YouTube channel and make it popular, you know, like one of those types of you know, ideas. Yeah. Uh and so after we made a few videos, of course it fizzled out and then we jumped onto the next idea. But these videos were sitting out there for a while, and so well, after so, a yeah, while... We sort of forgot
0: about it. We forgot we just... about
1: it, and I was like, oh, we should go check and see how our videos are done. Of course, a few videos that I made did, it got like next to no views. But the one you made, actually considering how specific the topic was, yeah, uh, and the fact that it's Microsoft Access, the Which fact that it had that think, many you views... think that
0: there would be that many people looking for that.
1: It was a really encouraging sign, and it was also reinforcing this idea that just sharing what you know and being very specific about the different things that you know about uh, can be a really strong path to building an audience. And uh... okay, still recording. Okay, <laughs> we should we should also mention we're recording this on a brand new app that we downloaded. We've never podcasted before. Yeah, this is on you. Which is probably evident. This this it's probably terrible. No, I'm just kidding. It'll be fun to listen to later. Yeah, exactly. Okay. If any, if anything it's kinda of like just documenting, but at the same time I think it's Yeah. It'll serve us in the long run. So
0: No, but you know, for fifteen minutes just now, just throwing ourselves out there and letting them know what our background is, where we've been and what we're looking at doing. That's that's the gist of it. So right. if, hopefully there's people out there that are in the same boat, you could sort of follow along with us and definitely uh interact with us and let us know what your experiences have been. That'll be that'll be fun.
1: Right. Uh, I should also mention. So getting back to what we've made so far. Oh yeah. yeah. So you have, like have this one video that is encouraging for you to keep going along that path. I'm encouraged at the moment. Yeah. What you know about Microsoft Access? Yeah. that's kind of the. Route yeah, you're taking I think that'd be fun because I'm already in it. Right. I'm already doing that work, so it'll be sort of fun to put put stuff around that topic. Right, and I have a, a YouTube channel and a blog that I've sort of, I guess, half asked for. The better part it's of been two for... to three years, okay. Yeah, especially the blog, it's been around at least that long, uh, and the YouTube channel, maybe a couple years at most, because I think I started when I was still living out in California. But anyway, uh, so I have maybe you know a dozen articles on my blog, maybe nine or ten videos on my YouTube channel, and I do have an email list so far of like 160 people, which actually is like That's pretty good. still pretty encouraging. It's slowly built up. I mean, it's been like two years and only having 160 subscribers isn't great compared to other, you know, numbers I've heard and stuff but like we, that. We, but
0: you've been so inconsistent. So really inconsistent. So
1: I'll have a spurt where I'll write like two or three articles in like the span of like a couple weeks, and then nothing for four or five months. <laughs> I, I just you being almost honest. forget it's out there. Yeah, because I kept going through this cycle of thinking I have to put all this awesome stuff out there and get really revved up about it, but then uh, inevitably you crash because it's not... To be consistent, you have to do things that are sustainably consistent.
0: Yeah.
1: Or consistently sustainable. Whatever we want to look at it. So that's kind of the goal there, uh, is to be consistent with this and see where we get and then just share with people our, our results, what's working for us, uh, that type of stuff. Yep. Is that it for?
0: I think that's episode, episode one. Episode one. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, this may be our last episode. <laughs> also.
1: First so and was, last. I, I, I,
0: you know, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening and uh, good luck. <laughs> first,
1: first and last. No, but we should we should we should say where, where we can where people can find us online. Is that something you wanted to share? Um, or do you want to keep it a secret? You just don't want to talk where to Where they people. could find us on... Oh. Because like if a, they hear like this the, episode and they're like, hey, I want to say... Oh, yeah, so we... Well, it's not up yet, but we have a a domain called Try catch, Throw. Is that the one we want,
0: want to tell people about?
1: Oh. I was thinking more like social media if they want to, like, follow us on social media. Oh. Or you, you're, don't or you're have just, like, not... Oh, my personal social media? Guys? Yeah. You're just like, no, I don't want to share that. That's fine. Aw. No. <laughs> you, know, you know what we should do? We have... Why don't we just do the Try Catch Throw? Try Catch Web, Throw?
0: Yeah, as our main website for... Yeah. Because that's what this is sort of about. Okay. That's sort of a fun kind Eventually, of
1: Eventually, we'll have like a social media account though, because I know people do like that, to follow us, follow other people oh, on okay. social media. Sure. Yeah, we'll get there. Trycatchthrow.co
0: is going to be a website that we
1: put up. Right. That'll be where we have all one word, try catch, throw podcast .co. episodes you'll be able to find there. Yeah. And then occasionally if we write blog posts or videos or whatever we do it's a document kind of stuff. Share resources that we found helpful along the way, all that sort of stuff.
0: Yep.
1: Sounds good? Episode one, done. Here we go.
0: See you guys later.